Hey guys, welcome to Fresno Church of Love podcast. Um, today I just wanted to share a few thoughts. Um, you know, the gospel is that God brought us into himself. We are in him. He is in us. There's no separation. Nothing, nothing can separate us from the love of God. Okay, there's even scripture that says if you're in the depth of hell, God is there with you. You can't go anywhere he isn't. You can't hide or do anything to make him turn his back from you. Okay, and so this is in, in complete difference from a lot of churches and a lot of organized church has created whole industries and, and money totally based on the opposite of this. Uh, yet, you know, we see over and over in churches, first the Catholic Church, but we Protestants do it as well. We set up separations between the people and God. We make special people to go in between us and God. Oh, teacher, teach me about God. Or, or oh, Mr. Priest, uh, please forgive me of my sins. How much do I owe you? Uh, we, are, we have been separated from that idea of the Catholic Church paying for penance. Penance, paying to be forgiven. Uh, it's been a long time since they actually did it outright. Uh, we do it in different ways now. Trust me, it's the same, same system, just it had a different, uh, like a facelift on it. The Catholic Church didn't even let people read the Bible in their own language because they weren't special enough or educated enough to understand the things of God. It was just the priests. Uh, Protestants don't do that, do they? Of course we do. Uh, I was in a church before where I had a decent size, like a dream ministry, interpreting dreams, helping people um, learn from their dreams. I wasn't necessarily interpreting their dreams. I was, I was teaching them how to uh, speak and commune with God and stuff. So anyways... Uh, you know, and the, the leadership of the church shut it down uh, because I hadn't read the right books. Um, they would ask me to if I had read this book on dream interpretation. I was like, uh, no, I, I, I haven't. <laughs> um, I was also one of the main... These are just a couple examples. Uh, I can only give you examples out of my own life. Um, these are true stories. Uh, I was also one of the main people that uh, people would go and pray... Uh, ask for prayer at the front of the church, you know, after service and stuff. People loved coming to me and getting prayed for um, until I wasn't allowed up there anymore because I refused to take the right classes to get certified. Um, you know, only the special people with the special badges were allowed to pray for people. And, you know, I completely understand not wanting strangers in your community and this and that. This is not the case uh, with me. I had been there for years at that point. And all of a sudden, you know, I wasn't, I didn't have the right certification. I had to get certified, not by God, but by them. Uh, there was also a school at this church that had, you had to pay a lot of money uh, to attend where the real God stuff was taught. You know, there's our seminaries and, and a lot of different churches too. You go and to become a pastor, you get a diploma and all of a sudden you're a pastor. It's to me, it's silly. You know, pastors are should be recognized. Leadership should be recognized. You don't just uh, go to school and become a pastor. Um, there are, you know, <laughs> different churches, you know, there's seats up front that you can't sit in because they are for the anointed ones, the pastors. The majority of the congregation just sits there and learns from the few or watches the few participate. Uh, the religion or the organized church is always creating barriers or separation. Also, you will hear people talk about reaching a next level or, or going deeper, or having a greater anointing, things, things like this that make some uh, more special, that create a them and us 
some who are thought of as a, a closer to God that others because of than others because of some mystical encounter they have had. Uh, some travel around the nation and, and, and world telling their story and receiving money from people. They, they literally will come to your church, tell this story of how they were in a closet fasting for two days and they had this encounter with God. And, and it's like the people don't realize, it's not set up as like, hey, this happened to me, it can happen to you and it, and it, it it's not um, I'm no special more special no it's separate it's completely opposite of like I am more special than you I've, I've reached places in God and you have not and um, you know pay me money here's my I have books in the back and you can buy them and blah 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 so uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm really I have a really I'm sensitive. I have a sensitivity <laughs> to anything when it comes to like paying to learn about God. Uh, you know, I always go back to like a father doesn't charge his kids to teach them, or you you don't pay to learn about God. It's freely you have been given, freely give. Um, you know, but it's human nature to do this, to create separation, to desire someone else to go before God for us. It happened with Moses in the beginning at the Mount. Uh, did you know that it wasn't God's will for just Moses to come before him? Uh, we have this idea that Moses you know, went up the Mount uh, because he was special to get the commandments. Well, God actually wanted to, to actually deliver them orally to everyone. He said, everyone come up to the mountain and I will meet with you all. Uh, when they did, God seemed, you know, kind of scary to them. There was lightnings and thunders. They were afraid, thinking they had this idea of God that he was going to be mean or hurt them. They saw the power and they were afraid. Um, they had Moses go and talk to God. You know, so it's it's human nature. I'm not saying these pastors and preachers who are doing this are necessarily evil, but it is like an evil thing to put separations or people between you and God. Um so God said we need to clear our image problem up. Like our HR, our, our uh, human resources <laughs> needs to work on this. So, um, you know, they were like, let's actually come in human form so people can once again see who and how we really are. Uh, like they just, over the years, human human just had this idea of God as being distant and and all this. So he sent Jesus, you know, Emmanuel, God with us. And we get the image of the invisible God in the visible Jesus. So Jesus is not, um, he is like this hidden God. We actually get to see him finally. We actually get to see um, how God is or who God is or how he operates. We see Jesus saying, you know, let the little children or the least of you come be, f- be first, come to me. Everyone, you, you know, the, dis- the even the disciples and the people at that time didn't value. Jesus made an effort to embrace and exalt these people, these sinners, these evil tax collectors. He said, you must become like these children if you are to know God. You know, it's simple. It's love, joy, peace. The kingdom of God, which we try to make so complicated and distant, he said, it's it's right here. It's at hand. Um, we need, I, I definitely think we need another revolution in the church, you know, and, and Mar- 
Luther's time where he put those things on the door and said, you know, we've got a problem, Catholic Church. We need to do that again. You and you and you, you, all of you guys listening are representation or you're ambassadors of Christ to everyone around you. You've been given the mind of Christ, the Spirit of God, and a new heart. All of you, not just the pastors, every single one of you, uh, God is in. And you are as close to God as you will ever be. So rest in Him and Him in you.